Hey. Pick em pop, big em Brian Petrie, giving out the locks. One is mortal, you know it won't miss. Gonna take a shot. Dog lock, that's the underdog. Yeah, they in the hunt. Send them home, that's KO or submission. Yeah, somebody done. Slime ball, yeah, that's the parlay. We gon' make it known. Pick em pop from MMA takes. Yeah, let's get it going. Yeah. 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 Recap pod, recap pod, ain't nothing like a recap pod. What's up with the what's up? Your boy had a busy week last week. Four shows. Four or five if you count the stupid one I had to redo because the the video issue. Plus a full job. Plus kids. Plus whatever. Right? Your boy had a busy week. But guess what? I'm here on a Sunday. UFC 286 was yesterday during the day. Unbelievable. We took some lumps. The slime ball won. The green hammer lost. Your boy went seven for seven on his picks. Christian dusted me in our competition. Had some decent live betting spots in the beginning, and then those kind of faded away. So we're going to get into it. We're going to get into everything. Um, man, yeah, sorry about the video uh, last week with Christian. Christian and I recorded. Christian, you know, he lives in Colorado. He's two hours behind me. He made time, you know, he's, he's got a busy schedule as well as does his wife and they made time to record. And, uh, and then the, the program I use just like he, he had a refresh. Yeah, but listen, if you, if you're listening to this, you've been to Tapology before. I love the website Tapology. When I first started this podcast, I tried to get someone from Tapology to come on the podcast to talk MMA just because it's a cool website, yada, yada. They politely declined, but e- either way, the ads what are we doing? Like I've been on there and they, they just all random, randomly play audio. What are we doing? Tapology. What are we doing? So Christian had a refresh. So we lost some portion portion of his video and then the audio is unsynced. And then he was super quiet and we're trying to normalize that. Listen again, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm only one man. I can't do all that shit. So I apologize that I had to redo a video, do a quick pick. And then the only video I put out was the co-main event. I apologize going to, Really crack down on the programs I use from from now on to try to get you because I got this new camera, you know these biceps. I mean they're in high depth now, so uh, you know I want to look my best, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna iron those out. So thank you. I got a, a ton of messages. It was warm my heart. Like hey man, where's the pick at? You know audio is up, but people like watching it. Club One K, you guys came out. I really appreciate that. So my humblest apologies. Uh, for not getting it out but while we're talking before we get to recap you know i just had a little bit busy day been out with the girls my wife my beautiful gorgeous thoughtful wife my mother you know she's going with she's going through and she's as of right now in the clear you know i explained that to you and we, we we've been trying to you know spend more time with her now that she's getting better and all this stuff my wife went to trader joe's yesterday during the fights and got a whole bunch of flowers and, and made like a flower arrangement for her. we just brought that over there i mean my mom i mean chicks and flowers right my mom loves sunflowers sunflowers are in there tulips all that stuff i don't know any of the other names of the flowers it was all my wife i didn't take credit for it you know i didn't take credit that was all her um and my mom was you know of course over the moon for that stuff so just got back from that so it's a little late so i'm, I'm gonna record I'm gonna record right now i'm coming in hot and i'm coming hot and i gotta get something off my chest okay we're gonna get we're gonna get into all the recaps we're gonna have a fun show with all the ufc stuff so for those in the comments you know what is it? We're three minutes in, whatever. You're probably looking at maybe six, seven minutes of some MMA talk. Because right now, your boy's got to get some off his chest. All right, listen. I'm changed. 
I'm a Hollywood guy now. I'm doing all these shows. I'm on MMA fighting. I'm on the Vegas Insider Network. You know, I'm on the DraftKings YouTube channel. I'm a change man, right? I'm Hollywood now, right? Hollywood. Big time guy. Big time guy. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I feel like since I am Hollywood now and I've sold out that I can, I'm able to get this off my chest. Now, listen, I love every single person that listens and watches the show. It warms my heart. I wouldn't be here without you. I wouldn't be here without John Anik. I got a lot of people to thank, right? It definitely ain't me, right? I, I can assure you that. But um, if you are a longtime listener, I know you. If you're a Trin Wolf, if you're a Zach Lawhead, if you're a Timbo Christian, if you're the Friend Brothers, I'm, I'm forgetting people off the top of my head. But if you're, uh, you know, someone that's been there since like day one, maybe not even day one, but you listen every week and you just had a busy week and you go, yo, BP. Couldn't listen to the show. Can you shoot me the slime ball, right? Can you shoot me your picks, whatever like that? That's fine, right? I Because I know you listen, and I know you've had a busy week, and I don't expect you to drop everything to listen to me, right? Tatum Temple is another great point. You know, she's she's a great listener, still kicking ass on the bed MMA tips, even though I'm not kicking ass. She's kicking ass. Um, if you send me something like that and you're busy, I get it. But I've been getting so many lately and this includes my own friends too, personal friends of mine that do this as well. So this isn't just directed at like people I don't know, social media. This is directed at friends of mine as well. I'll get DMs from people going, hey, what's the slime ball on like a Friday, right? And uh, I don't respond because it's like there's a place you can find that, Right. And I don't want to be this asshole that goes, uh, and send them a link to the podcast. So I just ignore them. With my friends, I tell them, hey, fuck you. Go listen to the podcast. Go fast forward to the video. The only gripe that you have is I've been promising uh, chapters in the YouTube video. Haven't been doing that. So that's on me. But when I don't know you and you just started following me and you go, what's the slime ball? It bothers me. And I'll tell you why. Because this isn't something that I just whipped together. You know, the camera's $1,000. My board over here, my Rodecaster Pro, $800. This microphone, $400. The computer, two grand, right? These headphones, 250 bucks, right? The sound pads behind me, a lot of money. All the research I put into making the slime ball, all the research I do coming on screen and giving you content. And this is something that I love to do. I feel cheapened if people go, no, 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 I don't want to watch you. Fuck all that, right? Just give me that play that you give out, right? That's how I feel and that's how I take it. Maybe I'm maybe I'm too maybe I'm being too arrogant, right? Again, I'm Hollywood, I've changed, but it's like I do put a lot of effort into us and I get paid zero dollars. John Ennick pays me a little bit of money to be on the Ennick and Florian show, right? I get paid to be on that spot because that's a way bigger show. But I get zero dollars to sit here and do this. The only thing it cost me is my time. And I fucking love to do it. I've been in the game for four years now. I got over almost 400 episodes in, right? So it, it, it's a little insulting when someone goes, what's the slime ball? Or what's your picks? What's your locks? I'm not listening to the podcast. I'm not going to listen. What is it, right? So when people DM me that, you're not going to get a response back because I hate that shit, right? Unless you're a longtime listener and you go, God, dude, sorry, like, things slip away or whatever, then 100%. That's a completely different story. But I literally have friends that come up to me and go, what's that slime ball this weekend? And I literally go, listen to the podcast, asshole. 
That's my response to people I know. People I don't know, you don't get a response. But I had to get that off my chest because I've heard Dog and Pass, which is a great podcast, Paul Shags, Cody Safkick. They've kind of talked about it on their podcast as well. Cody will get DMs all the time. It's like, hey, what's the what's the PRP? What's the what's what's the whatever? And Cody's like, go listen to the podcast. Like, you know, we we spend hours doing this. Like, go listen. Like, we're not just doing this, you know for a benefit so you can cut the line and go, oh, you know what I'm, because this is something that we put a lot of energy into and a lot of thought and a lot of process, especially me and those guys as well, and plus several other people out there as well that I'm not mentioning. Well, this is a lot of time and effort, right? And then the the cap, the cap it off, this is nothing to do with that. So that's the end of that. But someone, so there's a, there's a MMA podcaster out there um, who I'm not a huge fan of, I, you know, I've been accused of not dropping his name, dropping his name. Years ago, I heard there were some rumblings. He was talking shit about me. This is before I got the Anakin Florian gig. He kind of didn't like me and, you know, whatever. We never paid each other respect, whatever it is, right? I think if you're a long time listener, you know who I'm talking about. If not, um, you know, he, uh, he hosts a podcast that, you know, fuck it. Why not? Die Hard MMA podcast, Clint. Clint, it's fucking Clint, okay? I'm saying, I don't give a fuck, fuck it, right? I don't know the guy personally. I have no problem with him. I heard through the grapevine years ago when I was just starting off, not just starting off, excuse me, when I just started to get a little bit of a bubble and I started um, getting some followers from some of the guys on the MMA Twitter, right, and start meeting some people, whatever, Scampreet, you know, meet him and everything. I heard he said some shit about me. So I said, eh, he's never followed me on Twitter. We've never, we never clicked. We never whatever, it's not here or there, right? I've watched his show. I watched him and Scampreet before. You know, it's whatever. People really dig his vibe, whatever. I feel like he's giving out losers. Doesn't matter. Anyway, some guy on Twitter from, I believe he's from the UK on Saturday. So I'm going to give him the benefit of doubt is that he is absolutely bullet drunk because either he was at the fights, you know, they're six hours ahead of me, you know, they're drinking, whatever. He said, well, I got I got I shared this to the boy. So I got, I got to say it to you guys here. The exact tweet. And I didn't respond. I didn't know how to respond. But um, I I was like, <laughs> this, this fucking pissed me. Fuck, where's it at? Really? We've had that many conversations since I sent that to him? I guess so. No, there's no way. There's no way. Here it is. Okay. So... I tweeted out, man, can't cat uh can't win the close ones, right? Losing all the close ones, which we'll get to. I saw. And I'm not gonna read his Twitter handle. This is on tw- Twitter. You can go read it. But he goes, Tell me about it, Clint man. P.S. Get me on that podcast. We'd love to be involved sometime, man. So this guy thinks I'm Clint, which is probably one of the darkest days since I've been doing this. That that, you know, that hurts. That right here, that got me, right? Woo. So, I don't know where do we go from here. Where do we go from? Should I just try to respond? Try to block the guy? I'll, I've promised I never would block anybody. And I get guys that pop up all the time on Twitter commenting, you never train, you're an idiot, you're fat, your kids are going to be You know, they really try to cut to the cord so they can get me to block them. Never going to block anybody. But should I block this guy for thinking I'm Clint? Should I? I think that's a blockable fence. It's either block or I murder you. Two options. So what are we doing here? You know what I mean? All right, UFC 286. Like I said, Christian mopped the floor with me. Um, Yeah, Gaethje. I shared a clip right before I got on here. 
He had Jack Shore round two, which was super impressive, which I did not follow. I did not tell I'm an idiot. Um, he called that like perfect, but he had Gaethje as well. The only thing he missed on Gaethje was sending him home. He thought Gaethje was going to, I mean, everyone in the world thought that fight was going to end. No one thought it was going to get a decision. There was a, a guy who DM me or tweeted at me that said that he hit Gaethje by decision at like plus 900, plus 600. Fuck yeah. Huge, sharp move there, brother. I mean, I did not see that happening. All right, main event, Leon Edwards versus Kamar Usman. Let me, let me start by saying this. What the fuck are we doing with Colby Covington, right? Like, what is happening here? He show up. He got 25K to weigh in, right, which is cool, willing to do that. And Dana said, oh, he gets the next title shot. Why? Because he beat Masvidal? This guy sits out. He presses charges when he gets fucking his tooth knocked out in the streets. Like, what are we doing here? This guy gets a fucking title shot? When you got a guy like Bilal, now I know I'm I'm in the Bilal camp, kind of. I don't know Bilal personally. I'm the biggest fan of Jason and Nick, and they host a show. I've been on his show before, so I'm going to ride for my guy a little bit. But Bilal's won eight in a row and has fought everyone, is willing to fight anyone. And Colby has turned down Chamaya four times. Chamaya came out today and said, I swear to you, this dude turned me down four times. He's been sitting out. And then when Leon won... His little fucking tiny dick got rock hard because he's like, oh, shit. I don't have to fight Kamaro because he won't get a Kamaro fight. Now he knows he's getting a Leon fight and, and fucking Dana co-signed it. What are we doing here? Why? Let the guy fight. If he had a win, in between, if he fought a Gilbert Burns, if he fought a Shemaya, if he fought a, uh, I mean, Shafkov Rachmanov's a killer, so I'll give him a pass on not fighting him. If he fought a Sean Brady, if he fouled a Bilal, if he fought one of these guys... Sure, because he's a big name, he's a star, he's going to draw, but what the fuck? And I love the way Leon Edwards handled it, too. He's like, why does this guy get to skip the line? Leon Edwards won 11 in a row before he got a shot. This guy's, you know what I mean? Title shot, title shot, fight old guys, fight old guys, sit out a year, get your teeth knocked out, get a title shot. What? That is, that is baloney. I know there's Colby fans out there, there's Colby boys out there. That is absurd that he's getting a title shot. Crazy. And then... My boy Ken Flo texted me today, and the projected early line is uh, Colby a favorite over Edwards. Even though Uz, I know Styles make fights, whatever, and Colby has, you know, pushes more of a pace and whatever, and it's a little more in your face than Usman. But Colby is the favorite, huh? Over Leon, who I thought looked pretty good. Now, let's get to the fight. Enough of the Colby stuff. Leon versus Usman. I doubled down on Usman. Uh, it was a live bet. I had no money on him. Again, I. All the shows I went on, I, I picked Usman, but I, I expressed my pause, and I kind of ignored that right before the main event hit. I went I went $177 on him, 1.7 units. I said, fuck it, lay it, let's go, go, you know, boom. Um, and yeah, that one that one fell to the wayside on me right, right there. But it was a close fight. I thought he lost. I did. I'm not... There's some fights on this card where I thought the judges got it wrong. This one, I you know, with the point deduction and everything, I just... Camaro looked a little slow to me. I tweeted that out. I thought he looked very slow. He did look timid at times. He was playing it safe and playing it smart. I get that. But every time he did try to go into to Leon's space to get that clinch, to get the takedown, he did get hit with something, right? The leg kicks, body kicks were working, and then Leon fought the hands very well. Really only one true takedown where Camaro was on top. He got taken down four times, but one true one where he got taken down, he got ripped down with that, with that single um, I think it was the second or third round. I can't remember. Maybe the third round when, when the point got taken away. And then obviously the egregious cage grab, which should have been taken a point away, which I'm glad Herb did that because that was, that was bad, right? 
But I thought Leon landed the cleaner shots. I think round one was Leon's. Round two was very close. I think initially I scored it for uh, for Camaro. Round three, but let's just say for betting sakes or whatever, I think they scored it for Leon. Camaro 10-8 round two. I thought or round three. I thought he won round three. I don't think it was a nine-nine round. I thought I thought it was a 10-8 round for for Camaro. So now we're even. I thought Camaro won the fourth and Leon won the fifth. I thought Leon won three to two with the 10-8. How are you going to get the scoring? It was a majority of the stage, and most people thought Leon won. Close fight. I just felt like Usman was off a little bit. There was no explosiveness. His takedowns looked a little labored, especially later in the fight where cardio's king for this guy. Didn't throw as many punches as I want him to. Was, obviously, his boxing's never been, like, the best, but he's been in your face enough to let him go. And, you know, he lands his shots. He lands a good right hand. But with Leon, he was very tentative at, at, at times, um, Leon was setting up the kick great, kick to the legs, all every which way of the legs, the body a lot, and, and then obviously was going to bring it upstairs through the high kick only a handful of times, partially blocked at one time. One time it did get through, but Leon, or excuse me, Usman took Usman took one a knee right to the chin early in the fight as well, and he stood up. Uh, Usman was a determined guy, but I just felt like he he was missing some of the explosiveness and some of what makes him great was was I felt like when he was trying to mix it together with the boxing and the wrestling, it just wasn't there because Leon was so good on the feet and was like a sniper that he wasn't able to get off his shots to switch to a shot, to switch to a single, to switch to a double because the shots on the feet weren't working because Usman was getting hit himself. I thought I thought Leon Edwards looked really good here. I thought Usman just looked average, if I'm being completely honest with you. Um, close fight, right? It was th- These guys are always going to fight close. And um, I, I was confident in Usman because of the way the f- first fight went, the way the second fight went. I thought Usman's mental was going to really break through here but i just felt like i don't know if it was a game plan thing if he froze in there or what it was but i just felt like there were some openings for him to get a little more aggressive i mean leon basically took the fourth round off in my opinion had some energy in the fifth round for sure came out a little more aggressive but in that uh in that um in that fourth round i felt like he took off a little bit and i thought kamar could have had some real advantages there, but he just didn't really pull the trigger on it so i mean listen what do you do at 170 kamar says hey i'm not done I'm, I'm sticking around, right? And you stick around at 170. So I think if they're going to fuck Bilal, which it sounds like they're going to do it, Bilal wants to sit out. He's earned it, but the UFC hates when people sit out. So the best thing for Bilal to do is fight Usman because Shavkok's a problem. Shavkok Rahmanov's a problem. Usman's not jumping at that fight. But Bilal versus Usman, that Usman goes, Bilal's the real number one, Right. Let Leon and Colby fight if that's what's going to fucking happen, which I'm sick to my stomach about it, but that's what's going to happen. Give Bilal Colby. Give Bilal Usman. Usman, former champ forever, one of the best at 170. Bilal, eight in a row, true number one contender. Let them fight. Usman goes, if I beat him, I'm right at the title. Especially if Colby wins, I'm right there. And if Bilal goes, hey, I got bad blood with all these guys. I've been calling Colby out for months. Bilal wants to fight Colby in, in London. Colby turned it down. He'd rather weigh in for 25K instead of fight. But they're going to reward this guy with a fucking title shot. Another one. So what are we doing? Huh. So that's why I do a 170. You got some guys looking on the outside, unfortunately. You got Shakov Kramanov. You got Jack Della Menelina, who's coming up fast. That motherfucker's coming fast. Um, But yeah, that, that, that's a little bit of a log jam now at, at 170. I think Colby just needs to get out of there. I think he needs to fight. I think it's crazy. Then you got Gil Burns with Masvidal. Masvidal, it's almost like, when you remember when Bisming won the title? His first offense with Dan Henderson? Dan Henderson didn't earn that. 
Bisping goes, I've been here X amount of years. I'm a huge star in London or the UK. I want Dan in London. I wasn't in London or Manchester. He's from Manchester, Bisping. But I want Dan in the UK. That's my first defense. And everyone's like, doesn't make sense. Dan's old, hasn't won anything, retired off that fight. But that's what Bisping called a shot. Now, if you're Leon, this is 12 in a row now or whatever it is. And you obviously proved them to be a star. People backed you in London, right? You you got big, big time cheers. I think this helped your profile. You can go, if if George somehow beats Burns, you can go, all right, Masvidal, you're next in London. Let's go because that's where it happened before. I doubt Masvidal is going to beat Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns is an animal. But there's a lot of guys at 170. It's very interesting to me. All right, come in event. Couldn't have been more wrong. Couldn't have been more wrong on this co-main event. So I thought Gaethje was washed. I believe I said those myself. I thought he was chinny. I thought a lot of bad things. The guy took every fucking shot, every knee, every punch, every glancing kick. He took no problem. Looked a little bigger to me, sized up. Gaethje's never been the biggest 55. His back looked pretty big to me. Did not slow down. Gaethje always slows down a little bit in fights, even three-round fights. There's that third round where he, he... at the end of the fight, he's there's a little bit of slowness there. Not he was still snappy at the end of that fight, man. He lost that first round. Second round was super close. If you look at the strikes totals, um, Fazeev outlanded him, but Gaethje landed the hardest strikes and then butchered him in that third round, right? So I was dead wrong. I mean, for all those people that took like Christian who who tripled double down on Gaethje, I was on Fazeev. I was I was confident. I said it was an easy fight to pick. And Fazeev showed some dog in him. So showed some through dog. His eye is a mess, right? And uh, he's got those flashy kicks and strikes. But the one thing that Fazeev did was he kept getting into the clinch. And he's like, hey, I'm a Muay Thai guy, right? I love the clinch. Give me, give me some knees. Get the plum. Give me some elbows. Gaethje goes, this is where I live, babe. This is where I live. And uh, Gaethje's cardio impressed me. His speed stayed through the whole fight. He was slow. The entire fight. Fazeev is one of the fastest guys at 55. But Gaethje still had that quickness and timing with them. If you gas, that quick twitch muscle goes. That's the first thing that goes. Your quick twitch muscle, boom, gone, right? Gaethje was in shape. Gaethje was ready for this fight. Um, so, yeah, another classic one fight of the night. A- amazing performance by Gaethje. Um, a little embarrassed how I said this was easy. I went on four shows this week, including this this one you're watching. And said it was easy. And so I think I need some kind of punishment. So write in the comments what, what you think I need to do. Um, nothing crazy, right? Okay, I'm a 36-year-old man with a real job. right? I can't do anything like face tattoos or anything. I can't do any of that, boys. But if you know, if you if you got something, you know, maybe I should do it. Um, because such a bad read on my part. And then the word the the one thing that bothers me the most, boys, is I said the word easy. I said it came easy to me. And then I also doubled down. I did a, a Luca Fury and I said, yeah, well, that scared me. You know, I kind of doubled down to backtrack myself. But the truth is, I loaded up on the Green Hammer. You know, we're 3 0 in the year. Now we're 3 and 1. And uh, goddamn, a big swing and a miss with the Green Hammer. That's for sure. We'll rebound next week. But uh, yeah, that was ugly. Didn't love that. All right. Then we got uh, Gunny Nelson, Brian Barmarina. Gunny Nelson just cut through him like butter. First round submission. Cha ching. Um, Leg of the slime, final leg of the slime ball, cha-ching. So a uh, couple hits there. Gunny looks good. Want to see him more active. Said he likes coaching better than fighting. He's 34. Looked to be in incredible shape um, and just took his time and looked looked amazing on top. Really did. His takedowns look good, too. 
Jennifer Maya looked great against Casey O'Neill. Casey O'Neill's got that true, true just fighter grit in her. Jennifer Maya, too. Maya, that third round was she wasn't gassy or anything, but Casey O'Neill was really coming after her. And and it, I think the reads and everything Maya was giving out was starting to get exploited in that, that third round by uh Casey O'Neill. Knee held up great, no takedowns given up by Casey O'Neill. And uh, that what what I thought was gonna be the problem. I did not think Jennifer Maya was gonna win this on the feet, but my only dog hit, and I didn't bet it because I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, and I know chicks, and I didn't bet it, man. Uh, but yes, the only dog I hit on the card. Then we got Martin Vittori versus Roman Delice, and I'm glad we brought this up. Okay, I'm glad this this was the next fight, first fight of the night, first fight of the main card. Excuse me. I mean, Roman Delice won this fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? He won this fight. I don't know how you don't think he won this fight. He he won the first round. He dog walked Marvin the first round. Those little slapping leg kicks on a big giant Georgian dude like that ain't doing shit. Second round was close. Third round was close. But I thought the Lise won one and three easy. There could be even an argument. I give 30-27 Lise. There could be an argument for that. Okay. Let's pull up the stats. Huh? Let's pull up the stats. I, I just I just need to pull up the stats for a second here. Let's pull up the stats. Okay, so Marvin Vittori went one oh. Hold on, here we go. All right. So <clears throat> round one. Okay, you got to factor in leg kicks, right? Marvin Vittori landed 38 out of 40 leg kicks. Roman Delice landed. Okay, well, the numbers are not on my side here. Damn it. 106. Okay, so the numbers aren't on my side. I thought I was going to pull up. You. This is embarrassing. I thought I was going to pull up UFC stats and the numbers were going to be on my side. They are not. They are Marvin Vittori's side. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I got to rewatch it. That's That's a better thing. I'm going to rewatch it. Right now, I think Roman Delice won that fight. But the stats are saying that Marvin Torrey won the fight. A lot of leg kicks, which do count. I'm embarrassed. Because now I got to rewatch it. I don't know if I, really, I didn't really love that fight, if I'm being honest with you, but I have to rewatch it. Fuck it. All right. I thought Delice won. Okay, so that was the one bad judging. A lot of people are complaining about the main event. I have no problem with Rocky winning the main event. I had a problem with that fight. Jack Shore versus Maquin Americani. Jack Shore looked fantastic. Drop round one, round one. His corner, his dad goes. I, I I didn't get to hear the audio, but basically just tore into him with that great English accent. What are you doing? You know I can't do it. <laughs> Whatever comes out round two looks like a different fighter. Not to mention Amir Khani banged a chick in between rounds. I mean the guy gets it in right. He bangs the chick, so he's cardio's done, toasted, gets smoked out. Did not see a finish, but my my guy Christian did. Christian picked second round finish. And I should have played it. I even made a mental note to play it. I didn't play it. I'm a fucking bozo. Hopefully people out there played it and Gaethje as well. You guys would have had a good night unless, unless you're this idiot who did not have a good night. Uh, next up, Chris Duncan versus Omar Morales. If you would have told me, put a gun in my head, be like, Brian, what's, what's one fight that's not going to be boring? This is probably the one I would say. Uh, wasn't the great Chris Duncan wrestled. I know that's not making Dana happy. Uh, got hurt in the first round. First round was pretty good. And the rest of it just kind of stunk. Chris Duncan won a decision. Sam Patterson, also known as the English Vic, the English James Vic, got smoked by Yanel Ashmos. Uh, a lot of people love Sam Patterson. In that UK scene, he trains at John Gooden's gym. People in the UK love this guy. People who've trained with him are like, this guy's the real deal. He's very confident, very, you know, almost to the borderline arrogant. But he ain't got no chin, man. I mean, you you went for a shot, fell back, he caught you with a left hook as you're falling down, you're dead. Then he gets on top of you and just kills you. You don't know where you are for a week. You know, you're trying to fight Goddard and stuff like that. Tall, skinny guys. 
that cut dramatic dramatic amount of weight that are thin like this, a lot of them don't have the best chin. It's just it's just proven. You're not built like a, a, a guy who has a great chin. You have great attributes for that division. You're long, right? You get you good on the ground, long arms, long legs, you're gonna be taller than everybody, all this stuff. But I mean, tall, skinny dudes just they just don't got the chin. Most of them don't. Uh so and I was gonna fade Sam Patterson. I said on the podcast, I said, this dude's a fade at some point because people love him and he was pretty high here. I didn't think Yanel was going to be the guy. Yanel was the guy. I was wrong. Uh, now, Yanel, we'll see how he matches up because I still don't think he's all that good. He's powerful, right? We'll see who they throw him in there next. Um, but, yeah, swing and a miss. Muhammad Okayev versus uh, Jehofilio. Makayev's knee, man. Impressive. Impressive toughness from a 22-year-old. I thought it was kind of a lackluster fight. He completely took the second round off. And then goes out there and gets his knee ripped and then finishes the fight. I had him by submission, so um, props to that young man. 22 years old. Talk your shit. Um, he's going to be a tough guy to beat. I mean, I don't know how you beat that guy with that wrestling, with that toughness, with that heart. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a scary dude. Lerone Murphy versus Gabriel Santos. Another fight I want to talk to you about. All right, here we go. Can we talk about this? This one I'm more serious about. Gabriel Santos won this fight. Okay. I had him as a dog money. Green colored glasses. Call me. Sh- sure. I had him for a minute. Let me look at the UFC stats to make sure I'm not uh, green color glasses here. Okay. So, Lerone Murphy outstruck him 93 to 69. Mostly headshots. Gabriel Santos landed three of uh, three of 15 of the legs, 14 of 15 in the clinch. They didn't give Gabriel Santos a sub attempt, which I think is completely bullshit, but uh, Gabriel Santos landed five takedowns. I know we're in the area, or the era, excuse me, where takedowns don't matter, and you got it. Those takedowns were so beautiful, and then he almost had an armbar at the end of the round to not give him a sub attempt. He had his back. Come on. Five takedowns mean something, babe. It means something. Lerone impressed me, though. I didn't think he could go a high pace. Gabriel Santos impressed me a little more. Debut, short notice. Lerone's knocking everyone out. He stayed in his face. Didn't get wobbled or anything. And Lerone's a guy who I thought maybe would gas because he's so low volume. And uh, he did not gas. He looked good in that third round and, and, and had to get up from bottom, which is super tiring. But I thought Santos won that fight, boys. I thought it was close. You're not going to hear the R word for me very often. So I'm not going to say it. But that was close. All right, next up, Christian Leroy Duncan versus Dusko Todorovic. I switched my slime ball with Fazeev and Christian Leroy Duncan, which saved me. Leroy looked athletic, looked quick. Sucks Dusko knee went out. Small sample size. Hopefully they can rebook him soon because I do think this kid's really good. He looked good. His body language looked good. He was he was, Just the way he moves is very interesting. Um, I, I want to see more of him before I comment. Jake Hadley looked amazing. That body shot over Malcolm Gordon, he's really starting to find his own. I know he called out Mokayev. Mokayev says, I'm not fighting this guy. He called him a crackhead. He's like, I'm not fighting down. So they almost got in a fight at the hotel. Craziness. Hadley's a star. Mokayev's a star. Let's not rush that one. I want to see it. That could main event a fight night in London for sure. Um, and I want to see it because both those guys, I think, are super exciting. That would be a really fun fight. Joe Wood versus Luana Carolina swinging a miss here. Joe Wood showed incredible heart and toughness. Very close fight. Dog fight, in my opinion. And then that third round, I, I think it was 1-1, maybe uh, 2-0 Joe. But 
let's just say 1-1 going to that third. Third round was very close. Lana, eyes fucked. Joe's eyes a little fucked. In that third round, Joe just let it loose, especially in the final minute. It was cracking her. Won her that round. Won her the fight, in my opinion. She looked fantastic. Did not look like someone that was ready to retire. Um, and she's a, she's she's as sweet as they come. Jai Herbert versus Luva Klein. Draw. Um, this fight was just okay. I'm glad I passed on it. I didn't know what to expect. Um, but uh, no, actually, I, I didn't pass on this. I hit uh, Jai Herbert same game parlay. Jai Herbert over ten strikes in the first round, significant strikes. And then I land, and I had um, Luva Klein landing over thirty five the entire fight. And then Luva Klein having the most takedowns, which he did. So uh, I did hit on that average fight draw. Don't need to see it again. Uh, Jai Herbert looked a little more durable than he has in the past, so that's good. And then we got Veronica Machado, aka Hardy, going out there like a dog, plus three fifty underdog, just smacking up Juliana Miller, who must have had a bet with a friend that I'm not going to put my chin down the entire fight. I'm just going to go forward with my chin up and let's just let's just prank her. Let's just see how it goes. <coughs> I promise I didn't make myself cough in my own lame joke. I. Uh, you know, I got kids. When they get sniffles, I get sniffles. All right. So pick them this week. It's just going to be me in this face. Ding. Uh, we're going to do Sanhagen, Vera. You want to preview the card? Uh, we're 33 minutes. I got enough time here. Let's just kind of preview the card of what we're going. Should I even go? I'm not going to go to Tapology because it's going to fuck me up, man. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tapology. All right. Here we go. Is that the entire card? Yeah. Okay. We got uh, Haley Cohen. Rematch versus, or not a rematch, Haley Cowan, the girl from Baylor, gymnast, field hawk, whatever she is, uh, versus Tamir Vidal, Victor Altamirano versus Vincia Salvatore. Vincia Salvatore is my mortal lock heading into Columbus. Fight didn't happen. Getting rebooked here. Love it. Uh, Manuel Torres was Trey Ogden. Trey Ogden, I believe, took over as the head coaching out in Kansas City under James Krause. I think that's like his gym now, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, good grappler, been around forever. Uh, we'll see how that fight checks out. CJ Vergard versus Dan- Daniel Lasardo. Nice little scrap. Chevin Giles versus Preston Parson. Eh. Steven Peterson versus Lucas Alexander. That's going to be wild. Steven Peterson has got that Superman tattoo in his chest. He don't give a fuck. Uh, Daniel Pineda coming back after a while versus Tucker Lutz. You got to have Nugger, Nugger Tuts or Tugger Nut. There's got to be a Nuts joke in your name, Tucker Lutz. I'm sorry. Don't know where he's from. I think he, okay, let, let's see. Because Tucker Lutz sounds so like Texan, Oklahomanian. Um, it doesn't say, I'm on UFC stats right now. It doesn't say where he's from, but uh, I, I got him. I, now I got to figure it out because tap. I'm going to go to Tapology. Don't crash my computer because I got to know where Tucker Lutz is from, man. Uh, Maryland, damn, way off. I thought this dude was a. Oklahoma Sooner boy or Texas boy with that name Tucker Lux. Baltimore, Maryland, huh? All right. All right, old Baltimore. Uh, Chitty Inchiguani versus Albert Durev. Interesting fight. Durev, very good grappler. Ain't got a chin. Chitty, got big power, no grappling. Uh, Alex Prezzer's Manel Cop. Huge on Manel Cop. Alex Prezzer's a big, big test for him. Very interested in that. Macy Barber coming back versus Andrew Lee. Good matchup for him, in my opinion. And then the people's main event, baby. Nate the Train. Nate the Train Landweir versus Austin Lingo. Lingo stepping in after Hamas missed weight last week, two weeks ago. Holly Hull versus uh, Yano Santos, also known as Yano Kutsukaya, co-main event. 
I mean, is Holly Holm just always going to be co-main event, main event? I mean, she's not an exciting fighter anymore. Um, I, listen, I respect you, Holly Holm. You're 41 years old. But, you, you, I mean, you just, you know, when was the last time she finished somebody? When's the last time she finished somebody? Quick, anybody know? So, lost the split to Caitlin Vera. Decision went over Irene Donna. Decision went over Raquel Pennington. Lost to Amanda Nunes, where she got finished. Beat Megan Anderson. Didn't get a finish. She knocked out Beth Coelho. Beth? Oh, bitch. Beth Coelho. She knocked out Beth Coelho in 2017. And we're putting her on co-main event still. Unbelievable. And then the main event. <sighs> Chef's kiss. Uh, Marlon Vera versus Cody Sanhagen. Or Corey Sanhagen. Unfreaking believable. All right, that's it. That's the show. Uh, Brian Petrie, MMA on all social medias. MMA takes podcasts for that merch. Merch, not wearing any. This is my MMA jam shirt. Um, yeah, that's it, right? Anakin Florian podcast on DraftKings. You want to see that? Go on MMA Fighting this past week. I believe you go to the live videos. It's between the links with Mike Keck and Jed Medshu. I had no idea what I was doing. I did not know it was a debate show, but whatever. Was on Vizen this weekend. I don't know if you're in Vegas, but we'll check that out. Uh, I think they have a YouTube. They shared a clip. I saw it following them on Twitter. I retweeted it. But uh, your boy's kind of everywhere. You know what I mean? You're so probably sick and fucking tired of this face. I apologize. But that is the show. Thank you to every single person that watches, every single person that follows, every single person that comments. Thank you, thank you, thank you to you. And we need a winning week here. I know the slime ball won. So hopefully you played that and you played it smart, unlike me. I'm down a couple shekels, right? So I need to rebound. So I need to dial in. Uh, I had a really busy work week. I'm, I'm going to make a, no, I'm not going to complain. not going to do it. not going to make an excuse. not going to make an excuse, right? I was shitty. I fell short. I need to get better. That's it. Let's go. Let's make some nicks with our man Brian Petrie. Motherfuckers. Perfect week for Brian Petrie yet again. Motherfuckers. Let's make some nicks with our man Brian Petrie.